Hey, small business owners and entrepreneurs. Why do I have this stack of books on my desk? Why do we even bother reading business books? Uh, and and uh, what do we want to get? Well, the bottom line is we want to get what they got, right? We want to get what the author got. Uh, there's some kind of social compact. I buy your book. I win that battle, whatever it is. I, I, I understand my purpose. I, I don't even know what the premise of the second one's about because it's brand new and I haven't, and I just love Seth Godin's work, which is another good question, but we'll get to that. So do they work? You know, do, if reading books got us what the authors got, generally speaking, we'd all be a lot better off, right? So where is that system breaking down? Let's get well-read. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. I'm Stephen Krause, small business owner, enthusiast, and advocate, and this is Up and to the Right, the no-nonsense podcast and live stream where we blend your passion with proven business principles and practical action. We create sustainable solutions for your small business. All right, so let's get kind of into, okay, first of all, I noticed when I was editing last a couple of weeks ago that I always say, let's get right into it. And then I talk about other introductory stuff first. So I'm not going to say that this time. Almost did. Um, I, I always like to start off by introducing anything that's, that's uh, you know, coming up or whatever uh, in future episodes, uh, updating, you know, I... I do kind of like to share how things are done. So if, if I've changed something about the program, I like to share that as well. So uh, as always, uh, there, there aren't any show updates this week uh, in terms of the show itself. I've, I've pretty much kind of gotten the 2021 format down the way I think I, I'm going to do it. Um, the uh, As always, for this uh, particular live stream and podcast, the main topic is going to be, you know, how do we get the most out of the material that we read? I did an episode a few weeks ago, and I'll put a link in the show notes uh, below about how do we get the most out of content creators, YouTube, stuff like that. And I did touch on books a little bit in that, but I've, I've kind of narrowed my focus a little bit, and, and I want to talk about that. As always, at the end of the episode, I will have a very specific practical action that um, I think will help. Um, this week I have also, in, in addition to a practical action, I have my own uh, commitment for a six-week project that I want to talk about. First of all, or third of all now, I want to thank you for take, taking time, whether you're watching the program live or whether you're watching the replay. Um, I know your time is valuable as a business owner, and I want to thank you for spending some of it with me. Um, there is... a uh, live chat. I do monitor that. So if you're watching live and you have a question or a comment, uh, please go ahead and throw it in there. I do keep that uh, monitored. For the link to the show notes, that will be at uh, once we're done with the episode and I get the show notes wrapped up, it'll be https colon forward slash forward slash b50p.info forward slash uattr059. That's always the format for the show notes for this program. So they're always that same prefix and then zero or, you know, the last three digits is the episode number. This is episode 59. So 059. Um, if you are watching the live stream uh, replay, 
You'll find chapter markers down in the description that will help you get to write to the information that you think is interesting. So let's um, get through that. For podcast listeners, I already talked about the show notes page. So if you did miss out on or, or, or you want more information, go to that show notes link, um, which will also be in the description of the podcast episode. And I think with that, let's talk about reading. So when I started thinking about this topic, and this has been kind of, I've been mulling around this whole concept of of how we absorb information and how we make our businesses better for for a few months now. Um, uh, and, And this idea of why we read and getting to the point of saying, well, we read to make our business better. At least that's why I read this kind of book. Um, and, and we want to improve our business outcomes. And there are tons of authors and, you know, there's the John Maxwell's, the Gary V's, the, the Michael Gerber's, the Simon Sinek's, uh, Seth Godin, Pat Flynn, all of them have written great books that I enjoy reading. But when I started to think about how many of the concepts are really integral now to my business after having read the book? And am I getting the results that those authors, and, and uh, I'm going to, I was going to say sold me on the book. I, you know, they sold me on the book based on some outcome. Well, you know, am I getting that outcome or not? And so I wanted to, to, uh, to talk about that a little bit in terms of those, you know, and, and I read recreation books too. I mean, I have, uh, you know, I read Terry Goodkind and Larry Niven and, and, HP uh, Lovecraft. Um, and I think that's a different kind of reading for me, for me, at least. Um, it isn't the same when you're trying to make significant changes in your business as when you're simply trying to, uh, enjoy a story or something like that. And so I do think there's a different way of reading and I'm going to get into that, but I don't do it. And so that's what I thought was really interesting. I thought, you know, these, I read books about improving my business the same way I read books about, uh, fantasy or science fiction environments or, or stories. And, and that doesn't really make any sense. And I don't think I'm alone because if you think about it, there are uh, an awful lot of books out there that have been written on a lot of business topics and a lot of businesses still go out of business every year. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Um, and there's another category of, I just want to read it, but it's not really recreational. And it's not really business. That's, uh, you know, that Matthew McConaughey's book come, come, comes under that category, but I have to keep it under my mattress because I live in a politically uh, mixed marriage. Um, But anyway, so when it comes to business and improvement, uh, we implicitly expect that we're going to get a business change when we read a book from that category. And uh, like I said a, a few minutes ago, I kind of read on autopilot. Whether that's and, and and it's even worse when it's an audible book. And I did talk about that in the in the episode I did a few weeks ago about media uh, content. Um, and I'm not saying it's brain dead autopilot. It's just uh, uh, not active. It's more of a passive process. And 
you always get some value. Every time I read a book, I get some value, but it doesn't always change my business and it doesn't always change my behavior. And that's where I think we have these great intentions of, of reading books and getting new information and, and pushing our business forward, but we don't have a mechanism to change our behavior. And then the, the knowledge, um, it, I don't want to discount the fact that it may be back there somewhere and it may get triggered or you may make a different decision slightly or even dramatically uh, months down the road having read a book that you wouldn't have made if you hadn't read the book. So I don't want to suggest that 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 the passive reading that I've done over the last ever has been useless, but it hasn't been as productive as I think it could be. And that's what I want to talk about. I mean, being well-read is awesome, right? You're fun at parties. You're good at interviews. Uh, you're great when you want to talk and impress people. Uh, it would be helpful if you were on Jeopardy. But it doesn't equate to improved outcomes. Uh, if that were true, all business problems would have been solved by now. Uh, I, I, I looked on Amazon and Audible both this morning just as a kind of as a gauge and Amazon doesn't even list the number of business books. It says greater than 70,000. And then uh, on, on Audible, it does actually say a specific number, but it's more than 48,000. Okay. So most of those are probably overlap. So we can certainly assume that there are at least 70,000 books in the business category. And there are probably a lot more than that. But just take that number and, you know, the, the number of business issues that have been addressed by competent authors is enormous. Most small business problems have been addressed. If you're worried about a finance problem or a customer interaction problem or understanding what the heck you were doing in business in the first place problem, all of that stuff's been addressed. If you're worried about how to, uh, you know, kind of more how to market. There's tons of books on that. Social media, tons of books on that. Uh, dig down into the, what does it really mean to be a business owner that's going to grow a business versus working in one? You've got Michael Gerber's book, right? Um, which is the e-myth, by the way. Um, so, and, and probably tons of others. So realistically, most of the big problems that we have as entrepreneurs and small business owners have probably already been solved for us. And yet 87% of businesses go out of business within 15 years. And that number, you can get a range of numbers, but that's the most accepted number that I've found. And, uh, and that's too many. So if all of our problems are solved, why are we still failing? You know, why do we struggle so hard as business owners if everything's already been fixed. Um, so I asked the internet, I said, you know, maybe I'm not reading the right books. So I, I put out a, a post on social media and, and said, what book helped you transform your business the most? And the, you know, there were some of the, of the usual suspects. Some people thought they were being funny and they said life, someone put the Bible, someone put the marijuana grow Bible. And it was at that point I realized that the internet was not going to help me. 
at least not in that particular uh, case, it, which which is okay. It was it, it's an interesting exper experiment to understand what people think about the books that they read and what books they quote, you know, and and how. Unfortunately, nobody really dug into how they really used the book to improve their business, which I was kind of hoping somebody would comment on that, but they didn't. Um, but I think that's actually telling because I don't think people do. And I'm sure there are some people that do, but I think a lot of us, myself included, read way too passively. And that's part of the problem that we have. And so it occurred to me in that, that we're probably just not very good at reading. Um, and, and I say that tongue in cheek, but there are problems with our reading process or we would solve the problems in our business, right? So we have cognitive bias problems. The first, that's the first thing. We look for information in the books that we read that confirms what we're already doing. And then we gloss over the information and the content that says, man, you probably should be doing something different, something scary, something out of the box, something you're not comfortable with. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I was going to tell a story about cold calling. Maybe I'll save that for the end, but I, I, I'm having a, uh, an issue right now with, with my own, uh, cognitive bias issues when it comes to cold calling, but uh, that's not really related to books. So we'll, we'll skip it for now. Um, you know, and what is the, a couple of other things. So we have cognitive, cognitive bias. We also have the applicability of the topic, you know, uh, and that doesn't mean that, that social media doesn't apply to my business or that marketing from some other perspective doesn't, uh, or that, the e-myth didn't apply to my business. What I'm saying is we have difficulty, I think, applying the topic to our business. And that's our job, right? As, as the consumer of the content and the owner of the business, it's our job to figure out how are we going to apply this information um, in a way that's beneficial to my business. And, uh, the last, or, or the last thing I'm going to cover on this top in this part of it is resource availability. Do we have the same resources that the author had to solve the problem? And I think that matters because we, we, we get a book and we read it and, and, uh, the, the author tells the story or, or describes the situation based on their own available resources or their own ability to get resources. And we have to stretch if we don't have the resources that they had access to, we have to replace those resources with something else. And that may be, you know, that may be just part of growing and developing as a professional but it does introduce obstacles to implementation when you're talking about how do you get the most out of a book. So, so I got to the point where I'm thinking, okay, let's F reading then. And by F, I mean, forget, forget reading. It doesn't help. I can't even tell you. I've got like, 
I, I can't even tell you how many books I have in my Audible library. And I'm still reading books, many on the same topics. So I haven't fixed whatever needed fixing, you know, and, and yes, you can, you can make the argument of, of changing landscape of business, blah, 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 keeping up with the, with the, the times fine, all true, but there are still basic problems in every business in every small business that haven't been solved. Why? So let's get practical. All right. Um, I do like to keep these to uh, about 30 minutes. So that gives me about 15, 14 minutes to uh, talk about. All right. So we have all these problems with, with books. How do we fix it? And okay. So spoiler from the title, what is the best book for growing a small business? The best book for growing and fixing, implementing, changing your small business is the one that you actually work. The one that you build into your business, that's the best one. And it may be the best one for 2021. It may be the best one for January. It may be the best one for uh, a week, uh, depending on the size of the book. I mean, a lot of authors put a lot of pages in books. Um, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about that. So, so um, I, I feel that books are too long. Okay. Um, but I've always been an opponent of things like cliff notes and, and I don't even know that that's from school from the eighties. I don't know if cliff notes are still a thing, but you know, the shortened version of a book that kind of gives you the, the summary. Um, I've always been opposed to those on some kind of principle that I can't explain. Uh, but I wonder maybe if they're not a good idea and maybe authors can do their full book if it's important to them. That's great if they want to have a 600-page document. But what if they are um, maybe applying a, uh, creating a, a literal workbook that summarizes the information and, you know, give it, give it to us so that we can read their full book, but then we have the kind of the cliff notes or the summary to build into uh uh, or to, to use, to build into our business. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, that might be something, uh, fun to have from, uh, authors, but anyway, so, uh, obviously I'm not saying we don't want to read, but reading passively, like I've commented before, and like I have admitted to doesn't change our business. And so if we take uh, you know, sometimes we take pride in how many business books or any books that we read in a year. Um, but if that didn't transform your business, then could you not have used that time more effectively working one book that actually did transform your business? And I think there's value there. So, um, so let's get, get into that idea of how do we work a book instead of reading one. And I'm, I'm a tactile person. So, um, I working an audio book is not going to happen for me. Uh, and I talked about this a little bit, a few episodes ago, if I'm listening to an audio book in the car, then I can't actively do anything else. Right. So if I come across an important, uh, passage or something like that, um, uh, you know, I can stop the book, wait till I get to work back up, you know, a few minutes, 
listen to whatever part of it I was I was moved by and you know do something in in my business but that's kind of a drawn out process and that assumes that between the time that I stopped the book in the car and I got to work and got to my desk I remember to go back and do something with the book which is honestly between you and me a big ask okay by the time I get to my desk I'm off on something else um and and so uh being being tactile I went back to paper books and I did that a while ago which is why I have a stack of them here um and and what am I going to you know uh the, the reason I did that is so that I can actually sit down with the paper book and a notebook and a pencil and dedicate time to that content um, instead of passively engaging it, go through and actively engage it. Um, and, and I'm talking about writing in the book and in whatever colors and ink and whatever you need to making the book your own, um, which does sort of mean that we're not going to be uh, using books from the library, although that's certainly a possibility. You can get a notebook and write notes in, in a notebook as well. Um, and I will, we'll talk about in a little bit about my, my plan to do that. So I'm back to paper books and I think uh, for me, that's the right choice. Um, and I, I guess what I, I think is important is that you read to the point of relevance. And so you, you read the book to the point where there's a relevant, uh, 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 an issue in the book or a topic in the book that's relevant to a change you want to make in your business and you stop. And, and my thought here is we stop and we can't implement, implement change overnight. But what we can do is say, what does this topic mean to my business and how do I create action to bring it to fruition in my business? What does that look like? And maybe that's where you stop reading for the week. You know, I, I don't know. It depends on the topic. It depends on the complexity of implementation. But my point is get to the point where there's a place, a, a thing, an action to take and take it. And if it's a five minute action where you say, oh, everybody needs to change the signatures in their emails because of X. Okay. We could probably do that pretty quick. Um, if it's, we need to restructure our accounting system or we need to, uh, restructure our checking accounts. Um, if you're a, a fan of, um, oh, I'm not going to remember the author today, but, um, there's, there's a, um, profit first. I don't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. Um, but the book is profit first. You can look it up. Anyway, he's, he's got a checking account program where he has a certain number of checking accounts and you always do these things. Okay that's going to take a little more work. So you stop at that point and take action. Uh, and, and I think that's going to be a way to create, to, to get the most value out of a book. Um, and, and I think it's important because like I said earlier, we don't read for recre, we don't read this kind of stuff for recreation, at least 
I don't. Maybe some people do. That's fine. But I read this kind of stuff because I want my business to change. I want my business to improve. And I want your business to improve as well. And I think the best way to do that is to always keep action in mind when you're absorbing content, whether it's this this uh, podcast or live stream or you're watching the replay or whether you're reading a book, what is the action that you're getting out of it and how are you going to get that implemented in your business? So what are we going to do? I am going to start with start with why. Now I have read start with why before. So uh, spoiler alert, I know the answer. The question is, have I implemented it thoroughly into the way that I run my business. And then I will go through, maybe not this stack of, well, I will eventually get through this stack of books as well, but you know, I have other books that I might want to be going through. And uh, so, so my commitment to you, the project that I'm going to do is over the next six weeks, I'm going to read start with why at my desk with a notebook, a pencil, a highlighter, whatever it takes. And I'm going to do what I just suggested. I'm going to go through and I'm going to read the book and I'm going to get to the point where uh, the author has said, this worked for me, or this is the way to do this project. This is the process that I went through, whatever it is that I haven't done. And I'm going to stop and I'm going to do that thing. And, and I, I, I haven't quite figured out everything because there is always the cognitive bias problem or the glossing over problem. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but in terms of how I'm, what, what we're going to get out of this project, but I want to find a way to make sure that I'm not glossing over something. Oh, I do that. I already know that. Well, what if you're glossing over something that maybe you could get more value out of if you did it differently or if you did it again, whatever. Um, so we'll see. I don't know what that's going to look like um, because I don't know how deeply ingrained my cognitive biases might be around this topic. And so, you know, hopefully we'll have some, some uh, feedback or some, some insights in about six weeks. So six weeks from now, I'm going to share how that process went in a follow-up episode. And that six weeks might have to be variable based on, you know, the timing of the book, you know, in terms of how much of the book I've gotten through or whatever, or interview schedules for uh, guests on the program, which we are putting together more guests uh, this year than we had last year. So uh, guest availability will always trump my own, you know, one-on-one content that I'm providing. So, um, what I will talk about in that episode is what worked in the process that I just described, you know, sitting down with the book at my desk, you know, literally reading it, writing in it, making notes and figuring out how to change my business. Um, what didn't work, you know, if something came up that, that didn't work well, that I didn't enjoy doing or that, that, uh, or maybe the whole project project fell apart because I, you know, this, it just for whatever reason didn't work for me. I'll share that too. Then I will also discuss what changes I made to the business. And so I think that'll be interesting. 
um, and I hope helpful so that, that we can all kind of get this idea of, does it really, is there a different way to read? Or I might get through the end of that project and say, yeah, I got the exact same thing as I got when I just passively read the book on Audible on a treadmill, right? In which case, you know, maybe you save a lot of time just reading the books on the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever, uh, or in the car. And, and that's okay too. Um, and, and I would encourage you, I think one of the things that's important is that I would encourage you to at least think about the way that you read and think about the books that you've read and did they make a change in your business? Did having that information um, make a change uh, or, or help you make a change that was significant enough to have spent the time reading the book? You know, these, these books vary in length. Most of the books that I, I read, if you, if you look at them on Audible, they're between four and eight hours long. Uh, some of them are even up to like 10 hours, uh, for that's a pretty big investment for a business owner. And think about how you value your time and multiply it by the number of hours you spent on that book. And then look at, did I get that much value out of it or more? Don't really do these calculations, but just think about the concept in your head of, are you getting that much value or more out of the books that you're reading. I think that's important. Um, okay. I think that's about it on that topic. I, uh, yep. So like I said before, the show notes will be at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash B50P.info forward slash UATTR059. You can contact me and beyond 50% at any of these top places over here, uh, social media, it's all pretty much at beyond 50% spelled out, uh, except the fifties, uh, five zero leave a comment below. If you've had a similar experience, um, with, with reading, or if you've had an experience where you were able to really get something out of a book, how did you do that? You know, um, or if you've stopped reading completely because you realize you're not getting enough out of books, um, you know, what has your experience been, been, uh, in this area? And yeah, leave a comment below. Talk about that. Um, if you're watching live, consider subscribing to the channel and boom. If you are watching the replay, you will not see a timer in the center here. You will see, uh, the channel logo where you can click to subscribe or further to the left, I think you will see a playlist of all the other up and to the right episodes. Uh, thank you again for watching. It's time for me to get back to work. <laughs>